I'm Tara Olderton. You're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Smart Woman Show. I'm Tara Oldridge, and this woman in front of us right now, I really like, you know, I've been, Lori, I've been trying to think of how to introduce you, and I, I'm starting to feel that you don't even need an introduction anymore, but because I want to keep the formality of the show, can I just read off some of your freaking successes here? Um, Lori Harder, leading fitness expert, transformational coach, grown two million dollar businesses, Author, cover model, three-time fitness world champion, TED Talk stages, The Bliss Project. This baby right here, best-selling author. Okay, I'm going to dive in, Lori, to this. I want to read this because I had no idea what I was getting into when I got this book. I've heard that. I was like, oh, I didn't know it. I didn't know. People yeah. didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea that, and this is, this is Lori right now. This book you hold in your hands is not a book. <laughs> it is your opportunity to create your own movement. Now, I have goosebumps all over, so I know that this is exactly where we're supposed to be right now on the Smart Woman Show. Why is it important for smart women to create movements and not to isolate themselves in their busyness, in their busyness, mm -hmm. and to move through with a heart center forward? Mm. I mean, I, I believe that if we were all following our soul's calling, that we would literally have our lives all figured out, uh, especially women. I know that this is, we all know this, that this is literally our time to rise, but in, in a way that is over something that is sustainable and something that's really healing, not just things that are um, uh, incidences, which is also very important, but something that's really sustainable that is going to be lasting and actually forward movement in the world long after um, a situation or an instance has arisen. So I think what can happen is once we, um, once certain things in our lives have passed, which call it, you know, something dramatic that's happened in the media or call it um, staying together because we're on the same volleyball team in college. Like what happens after these things that once bonded us are gone? Like how do we still stay yeah. with that? So that's okay. <laughs> like I'm actually loving this because I'm going through this at right now personally. I have a friend that we want to let go, but we don't want to let go, but we want to let go, but we don't want to let go. And we can't figure it out. So, so this, you guys, this book actually, it's a, it's a, a walkthrough of how to create a new tribe. So let's talk about the five people in your life and mm. what they're either bringing or what they're taking. Mm. Well, this is really interesting because one thing on the journey of the book, because you guys, I think when you go to write a book or create a course or put anything out, sometimes 
it's like you feel like you're through it and you understand it, but you understand even more by teaching and talking about it. Like that's the fastest way to understand it, right? So when I was writing the book, there's there's so much that I really started to understand. And one of the things was that, that kept coming up was our expectation on relationships and our expectation on ourselves in those relationships. So the five people in your life, yes, it's it's so important to have those like really solid people in your life. But I think in order to even get to that point, we might already have some of them, but they're they're not necessarily showing up in the way that we have them in our mind as we want them showing up, like the expectation that we have on them. But if we release the expectation, they might actually be able to show up in that really solid way, just taking on a different um, role in our lives. So let's say you have this friend that you're saying like, you're not sure if you want to keep going, you know, with this relationship in your life, you want to let go, you're not sure. But maybe that friend just isn't meant to be in the, they're not going to be on the journey of you growing your business, or they're not going to be on the journey of you, like this huge, you know, growth trajectory that you want to be on. Maybe they won't go to Tony Robbins with you. Maybe they won't be out in the world with you on stages and in that in that way or like you know helping get your message out but maybe they will be that person that when you don't want to be in that mode anymore when you're not in hustle mode and you need a break and you just need a glass of wine and you need to be you know mindless and joke around and just be you with no expectation on it maybe they're going to be that person for you and that holds such an important role but we need to actually verbalize these things like understanding like you know I still, maybe there is a place for them and maybe there's not. But I think the thing with women is that we don't verb, and, and this is a general, I don't want to make such a sweeping statement, but this is what I found from speaking yeah, to I you. hear you. Um, is that we feel like we have to be all things to people and that also all our, our best friends have to be all things to us. Mm -hmm. When if we can like release ourselves to being all things to people and being like, you know what, I'm just... I can't show up in all ways in that group. Like that's way too much. So just saying, Hey guys, um, you know, I really want, I really want to be connected in this group, but I'm only going to be able to show up for X, Y, and Z because I'm making space in my life and like, let it be okay. Let that be okay. That you can't be all things. And also let it be okay that your friend can't show up for you for all things or is late to certain important things in your life, but is so freaking great over here. Like, can we accept that and, and really notice how beautiful their role is that they're meant to play and release them from the role that we want them to play? This takes off so much pressure because what I'm hearing you say, Lori, is there's no need to write people off. They no. don't into your life for a reason. You love them. You don't have to unlove people because they're not now on this new path. And another thing that I'm continuously hearing you say is showing up and being. And I would love it if we could shine the light right now on the word being and zone in on what it is to be and all the different things that we get to be in our moments of showing up. Hmm. Well, I always, I always think of um, just being the energy that you want to attract. So if you want a different type of person in your life, you literally have to embody that person first because you're not going to be able to attract, you know, without using too many woo-woo words, but like the frequency that they're on. That's okay. I like that one. You can attract a hat, like just to kind of like bring it right down to, to planet earth. It's like, you're not going to attract a happy person, not being a happy person. You're not. 
So you're not going to attract a new business friend without doing new business things, like actually embodying what it looks like to be a person who can sustain and handle growing a business or who can sustain and handle a relationship, meaning you're not going to run like your old habit used to. Like that was my old way of being. I had to actually be in relationship and embody what it meant. And that means not running away and being committed to something and verbally saying, I'm committed to this relationship. Like whatever comes up, I'm committed to being here. It's funny. I had a, I've had a couple friends recently who, um, we all kind of have the same wounding because I think we pretty much embody. (laughs) We're all mirrors of each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. All mirrors. And, I think we were all kind of, we all had gone a little bit on our separate ways just over the holidays and just life kind of caught up with us. And we all have this abandonment issues with our previous friends. So then when we stop talking, it's kind of like, we're all like, oh, she's abandoning me. And I'm over here like, oh, I feel, I feel abandoned. And so we voiced it like, Hey, it's my old stuff is coming up. Like, I'm just feeling a bit, I'm, I'm like knowing that I'm doing this to myself, like feeling abandoned again. And and I said, I just want you to know, because this is what I would want to hear, is that I'm committed to this relationship. Like no matter what, I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So just know that if you're building a story, it's a story. And she was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed to hear. Like, and she put in quotes, like I'm committed to this relationship. Like how beautiful is that to be able to say, Hey, I'm committed to like, I'm not going anywhere. And sometimes like just hearing that from a friend, like you don't have to build a story. Like if you haven't heard from me, it's just because I've been too lazy to text or I'm going off in my own world. Like just bring it around and verbalize it. Like we're so afraid to say how we feel for fear of rejection when saying how we feel is actually what will keep uh, the relationship going. Oh my gosh, Lori. I mean, this exactly what needed to be said on this interview. I just know it. I was getting goosebumps all over my body when you were speaking. And here's what I really pulled from that. It's like, you're always going to have your, I call it my nerd. Uh, no, my, my person that, that makes me have these like insecure thoughts or for you, it was your abandonment. We're always going to have that. But, but when we can like attach back to our commitment. Mm. of who we're committed to being mm-hmm. because that person's always going to be there. And then somewhere in the lines, forgive ourselves and just love ourselves through that. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear you doing. Yeah. Amen to loving yourself through it. easy to just, I think we can attach it. It's uh, for a while you can, I think in the beginning of becoming someone new or creating something new in your life, um, we can attach ourselves to these really unsustainable things that used to work, like sabotaging yourself into being fit or, or, um, and when I say sabotaging, I mean like, like hating yourself into um, a goal. And it's like really short periods of that could work. But what happens is, um, you know, how you can like starve yourself into being thin. Does that work? Yes. Is it sustainable? No. No. So, what happens is it worked once. So our brain is like, no, it'll work again. No, it'll work again. But that only works like once or twice or three times. And some people can do it longer, but eventually it burns out. Like the only sustainable way to do anything is to go back to forgiveness and like try again. 
go back to forgiveness and try again. And that's sustainable. Like you can do that for the rest of your life over and over and keep getting results, but you're not going to be able to go back to like the, you know, isolating yourself and telling yourself a story, um, hating yourself into a goal, hating yourself fit, hating yourself thin, like that's not sustainable. Yeah. And the, I mean, and I, I keep bringing this up because this is the smart woman show. So the women who are watching this show are, they're really intelligent, they're really bright, they're really smart. And this is all stuff that we already know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it just takes someone like you, Lori, which is like, if you're watching this and you're not aligned with Lori's tribe, her Instagram, her events, her live events that she does, I mean, she's a keynote speaker all over the place. Get in front of her if you haven't already been at some point. But it's like, here's the thing that, uh, you know, that I, again, I'm hearing you say is don't do the same thing that you were going, that you were going to do. It's like, you're creating insanity. You yeah. didn't come to this point to watch this interview right now to just carry on doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. go back, rewind and listen. And two words that you say in your book over and over again, and I've heard you say it on your podcast, Lori, as well is courage and acceptance, courage and acceptance, just this constant rolling off of your mouth. Have courage to do something different, to be something different, to go for something more and accept everything along the way, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the, you know, and can, can you just offer some support around how to be courageous and accepting of ourselves as we go along? Oh, you know, so crazy. So I did a mastermind call with the women that I write about in that book this morning. And one of my friends just went to Egypt and she said that like, you know, all of the ancient wisdom that was on the walls was about the contrast and duality of life, like how important they are. And to like, like we resist the low points or the unhappiness or the discomfort. And that's actually where the happiness comes from. Like without that, and we know, we know this to our core without that, there is no happiness. There is no like high point, except we spend our life resisting it, wishing it away, not getting the message, wondering why we got the short end of the stick. Why isn't my life like this? Cause we flip on Instagram and everybody is still photoshopped in their bikini in, you know, the Bahamas or wherever they are. Perfect. Everybody's perfect. Right. And as much as we're like, oh, you know, I can remove myself from that or, or whatever that, whatever we're thinking, we still, I think in our society or in this like constant like growth mode that we're all in, which is fantastic, but it's also realizing like your life is constant growth. And if you're not happy, that's okay. Like to be like, Hey, cool. Enjoy it. So that's something my husband says to me all the time. I'm like, oh God, I just feel tired today. He's like, cool, enjoy it. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Cool, enjoy it. He says it all the time. Like, it's so easy. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling so anxious today. Cool, enjoy it. I'm like, are you you kidding me? (laughs) He really means it. He's like, cool, enjoy that feeling. Because there's another one coming. Like, another one coming come and go like heard a beautiful quote happiness comes and goes like the wind so you might as well do something interesting in the meantime because you can still be unhappy while pursuing something interesting and that's what will be sustainable so don't let yourself get so far down on yourself and resist it like you can still learn you can still do something interesting you can still play guitar or learn a language or do something while you're feeling anxious or unhappy, but it's going to help shift you out of those feelings quicker. 
Um, so just do more things that are interesting to you. Like I'm learning so much about getting off social media and just doing something interesting in the meantime. And it's yeah, like, I see you're playing the guitar life. Yes. Life actually expands. It's, it, it's expanding. Like, mm. like life, what is, what is that quote? Like life shrinks or expands. Yeah. Um, Oh, do you remember the rest of it? It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's such a good one. It's on the tip of my tongue too. But here's a quote that you said on your Instagram that I picked up. Um, life is hard for two reasons. You're leaving your comfort zone or you're staying in it. Yeah. So like pick, you know, because here's what I've learned along my journey. And I, I think that you can relate to this, Lori, is that abundance is found in our brokenness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Here's another one. Put so much on the line that you're forced to rise to the occasion. Mm, it's a story of my life. <laughs> What's on the line for you right now? Um, this is an interesting year for me because this is unlike any year that I've ever, ever experienced because I am removing things fiercely from my plate. Um, because I am observing how I did not realize that I still had so much of my identity attached to doing and accomplishments. Mm. Um, and so last year, it's like I said, yes to ever. I think last year was a huge like soul expander year for me. I was saying yes to everything. I was speaking to, I was speaking the right message to the wrong audience, which was making me think I had the wrong message. Um, and that's okay. Like that was a beautiful, I would have never come to that realization that there's actually like, certain places where you can bring your message and it may not be it'll it'll show you if it's your truth or if you might just have been matched up and said yes to something that wasn't necessarily for you but at the same wow. time, at the same time it was for me because i needed to learn that so <laughs> i like i'm sorry I'm, I'm a tiny bit blown away that your message could be wrong for anyone i mean i mean this is just the message i feel there's this awakening in the world and like this is the message right here. Well, here's, here's what I want people to, to really look at too in, in the grand scheme of messaging. When they're drawn to a location with a different message in mind, right? Like, like they are being, uh, the expectation is set for a different message, but you are brought in almost as like a shattering of that message, like because they know what your message is. So you, here's one thing that I learned within that. I could have switched my message to align with the event um, because they did not check in with what the message was. And I did not switch my message because I knew at that point, and I would have switched it. I've done that years and years and years prior to fit in with the event, to feel more accepted, to feel more in flow with it. Yeah. But I learned that you can't switch your message if it's not your message. Mm. And so it felt better to stand in my truth, but not have the message land on as many people, but land on the right people. Then it was to switch my message, not feel in my truth, have it kind of land, but also not be my absolute like truth. So I think it landed on the people it was supposed to land on. And it, it all aligned as it all aligned more perfectly than I could ever tell you. Um, but my friend Patrice Washington says you can have the right message in the wrong ministry. And it's going to make you question your truth, which can mean in our lives, you can have the right message and you can go home to your family over and over who aren't necessarily aligned with your truth, uh -huh. but it feels like they are because they're your family and they should be. 
but they can make you question who you are and what your message is, right? I'm not saying your family's bad, but for a lot of us, it's like, that's where we feel like maybe we're not in alignment. My family thinks this isn't right. Or they're like, what are you thinking? You've changed when it can be the right message, but in the wrong ministry saying, yes, truth, but maybe you're going back to a place where they're not in their truth, you know, or where that message just isn't landing because that's not where they're going. Like, let it be okay to not uh, have your words be accepted, AKA social media. You're speaking the right message, but sometimes it's in the wrong ministry. Sometimes you still have followers from when you were in real estate or in fitness. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like what's going on? And that's just getting you more aligned with who your people are. Yeah. That makes total sense for me uh, when you're saying that Lori. And here's the thing. I know for a hundred percent certain that your message is landing today. Who's ever watching this? It is landing. You are so special to this community. And I really just want to thank you now and let you go do <laughs> all the amazing Lori Harder stuff that you get to do today. And I just really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of the show. Mm, well, thank you so much for having me on and for doing this and for sharing with your community. Like I love what you're doing. So thank you so much. Absolutely, Lori. We will talk to you later. Thank you. I'll drop the links down here that you're going to need for to hook up with Lori. She has events. She has books. She has magazines. She has it all. We're going to hook you up. Awesome. Lori, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. And thanks for doing that in a record amount of time. <laughs> it, it, it means everything to me. It really, truly does. Don't worry about a thing. If there's anything I can support you with, I'm your girl. You reach out for anything at all. Oh, thank you so much and have an awesome day. You're an amazing host, like amazing energy. I'm so grateful. This oh, was awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Lori. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.